clean. Hello? Dr. Forbes? Uh, this is Lamont Cranston. I was in the shower and I thought I heard the phone ring. The man at the desk told me you'd called. What's that? What, is it serious? I'll be there as soon as I can. Well, Margot, we are in for something and I don't know just what it is. But whatever danger is ahead of us, at least we have the advantage of going into it with our eyes open. Mr. Cranston. We want to go to City University, Shrevey. Yes, sir. Margo, I can't make head or tail of it. I don't know what that mission... Shrevey, for heaven's sake, don't make all that noise, will you please? Uh, well, golly, Mr. Cranston, I was only trying to cheer things up. I was only. Well, don't. You should ought to spend more time getting a laugh out of life. Like I did today when you said you was trying to find a shadow. Oh, when them two guys jumped off the extraditing machine when it melted. What do you mean, melted? Well, just like I say, if, if something melts, it, it, it melts. Where was the excavation, Shrevey? Over on Main Street. Margo, I've got it. What? That's the answer. Shrevey, thank you. Thank you a thousand times. Oh, that's okay, Mr. Cash. I'm always... Uh, what are you thanking me for? You gave me the right track on a great invention. Oh, them steam shovels are certainly great things. Stop the car, Shrevey. I'm getting out here. Yes. Oh, Lamont, I thought we were going to call on Professor Brown and Dr. Ford. Listen, Margo. This is much more serious than I thought. You must go to Professor Brown's lab alone. Your job is to keep them there. All right, Lamont. What are you going to do? I must go and disconnect those machines before the entire city is demolished. Oh, Miss Lane. Oh, I hurried as fast as I could, Dr. Forbes. Is Mr. Cranston all right? Oh, it's nothing serious. Come with me. He's in the back of the laboratory. Oh, I do hope he's all right. In here. What is the meaning of this? Sit down, Miss Lane. I'm sorry oh. to have to do this, but I feel that you'll be less bothersome to me. I tie you to this chair. Let me alone. This room is completely soundproof, so you can make all the noise you wish. Let go of me, I say. Where is Mr. Cranston? <clears throat> Yet you're securely tied. I hope none of the ropes cut you, but... They won't hurt long. What are you going to do to me? As much as I deplore the necessity, Miss Lane, you must be destroyed. You see, you've inadvertently run into something a little bigger than you are. A simple plot that can't fail. I, one man alone, will know the secret of the gradual but complete demoralization of this whole country and eventually our whole civilization. You alone? What about Professor Brown? <laughs> I'm sorry to say, Miss Lane, that he outlived his usefulness. Professor Brown is no longer associated with me. Oh, for that matter, he's no longer associated with this world. <laughs> it's rather amusing. I, I wonder what's keeping Cranston. He should be here. Well, perhaps it would entertain you, Miss Lane, if I were to tell you more about my invention. You're the most cold-blooded scene I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> well, strangely enough, that's a compliment. Thank you. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> my invention. Yes, uh, tell me about it. Well, the simplest explanation is that it's a machine which generates invisible rays. But when two of these machines are placed opposite each other, unbelievable heat occurs at the point where the rays meet. <laughs> Interesting, isn't it? But, Dr. Forbes, why must you destroy and kill? Why don't you put this great invention to some good use? Well, my dear Miss Lane, it depends entirely on one's point of view. Uh, now I must show you exactly how this invention works. Directly in front of you is one of the machines in that packing case. 
Behind you is another one. Here by the door is a control panel. When I pull this lever, in less than five seconds, you will completely disappear. You'll be dead. Gone. <laughs> Interesting, isn't it? Well, Miss Lane, I, I'm afraid I can't wait any longer. I'll deal with Mr. Cranston separately. But you are going to die now. Don't touch that control panel, Dr. Forbes. The shadow. Tonight, Dr. Forbes, instead of destroying the three strategic points in this city, the machines that would have caused this damage have been destroyed. And you, Dr. Forbes, will be giving another lecture on your machine, but this time to the police. You're wrong, Shadow. The police will never know. There are three people in the world that know anything about my invention, and all three of us are in this room. None of us are going to leave this room alive. <laughs> this is amusing, isn't it? Shadow, no matter what you say, I'm going to destroy us all now. The lights. The current is off. Shadow, you threw that main switch on the wall. Shadow, I know where you are, and I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> I'm afraid you didn't know where I was, Doctor. You can never harm the shadow by shooting at his voice. His voice can come from anywhere. Amusing, isn't it? <laughs> it will do no good, Forbes. I have one shot left, Shadow. I saved it for myself. Oh, Shadow, turn on the lights. Oh, I never expected to see lights again. Margot, he's dead. The rest of this case is for the police. Lamont, I, I hate to bother you, but you'll have to untie these knots. Margot, what a terrible experience for you. Hey, how do you feel? If I was shaking anymore, I'd fall apart. Well, now, what can that be? I'll see. Oh, wait a minute, I'll go with you. I don't want to be here alone. I hope Shreezy. this will excuse me for busting in the door, but I'm scared, Miss Lane. It's about them eggs. The eggs? Yeah, the eggs. You see, I thought it would be a nice surprise if I went to your place and cooked the eggs, so I put the wash boiler full of eggs on the living room floor on a hot plate, and then I thought I'd amuse myself by turning on one of them new television sets it looks like you got in your apartment. Shreevy, you didn't try them, did you? Yeah. I turned the switch on one of them and nothing happened, so I tried the other one. I just threw the switch on and off quick like... Miss Lane, I don't know what happened. I can't find a wash boiler. But, Miss Lane, right in the middle of your rug, you've got 400 of the nicest scrambled eggs you ever saw. <laughs> and now, here's that important message I promised you, brought to you by John Barclay, America's distinguished home heating expert. Mr. Barclay. Thank you, Ken Roberts, and good evening, friends. In answer to the many letters I've received from people all over the country who have trouble getting plenty of hot water during the warm weather months, here's what we've done. The Blue Coal Engineering staff has worked out the easy solution to this all-important hot water problem. Yes, that solution is in plain, everyday language, and I want to present it to you absolutely free of charge. It tells how you can get oceans of low-cost hot water automatically controlled with no running downstairs to light the heater, no fussing with dampers. It tells how you can enjoy all the comfort, all the convenience of clean, clear hot water at the turn of a faucet. How you can have water just as hot as you want it, and when you want it, and at the same time, how you can cut your hot water costs as much as 50% or more. Friends, 
Wouldn't you like to be able to go away for the weekend with no worries about having plenty of hot water to refresh you when you return? Wouldn't you like to get twice as much hot water all summer long at less cost and save time and trouble in the bargain? Well, then, just drop me a postcard. I'll be only too happy to send you this hot water plan immediately, free by return mail, right tonight, so that you'll be sure to be prepared for a comfortable summer. Thank you. Be sure to send to Mr. Barclay's hot water information. Just jot down your name and address on a penny postcard and mail to John Barclay, B-A-R-C-L-A-Y, 120 Broadway, New York City. Or to John Barclay in care of the station to which you are listening. That's John Barclay, either at 120 Broadway, New York City, or in care of the station to which you are listening. Write Mr. Barclay tonight. Today's program is based on a story copyrighted by The Shadow Magazine. The characters, names, places, and plot are fictitious. Any similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. The Shadow Magazine is on sale at your local newsstand. The weed of crime bears bitter fruit. Crime does not pay. The Shadow knows. <laughs> Next week, same time, same station, Blue Coal, America's finest anthracite, will again present another thrilling adventure of the shadow. You'll be amazed by the daring of the shadow as he pits his powers against the diabolical craft of a ruthless lawbreaker. So be sure to listen, and be sure to burn Blue Coal for greater heating comfort at less cost.